Today on Fashion Fridays with Khalif, we talk with designer and star of Project Runway Season 16, Kudzanai, about life before, during, and after Project Runway. So keep it here on 91.9 WCLK HD3. Fashion Fridays with Khalif. Now tune into the greatest. Peace up, A-Town. Allow me to reintroduce myself. All right, hello everyone. Welcome to Fashion Fridays with Khalif. I'm your host, Khalif, like a leaf on a tree, and today I'm talking with designer and star of Project Runway Season 16, Kudzanai, about life before, during, and after Project One Runway. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Fashion Fridays, Mr. Kudzanai. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for today. Like, this is going to be so much fun. So, just first, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, actually. Uh, it's a little chaotic because of the holidays, but right. well, yeah. Well, um, first, I just want to um, talk with you about your time on Project Runway. But before we talk about Project Runway, um, if you don't mind just telling the people who you are, where you're from, and um, what inspired you to become a fashion designer. Right. Uh, my name is Kudzanai. I'm originally from Zimbabwe. Uh, that's a little bit above South Africa. Well, kind of right above South Africa. I've lived everywhere, most places that you think of, uh, from England, L.A., t- Texas, uh, Massachusetts. You know, even down there, Atlanta. Um, I don't necessarily like to consider myself a fashion designer. I like to say that rather I make clothes. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I think that uh, giving myself that title in some way kind of uh, makes me put most of my focus in that arena. And I feel like I have a lot more to offer than just the fashion, although this is Fashion Fridays. Mm. But I don't like to live in my Fashion is much more than <laughs> fashion, I guess. Right. Yes. So um, other than yourself, Self, self. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite designers, like of all time? All time, I'd have to say first always is uh, Alexander McQueen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of uh, Kim Jones, mm-hmm. um, Yves Saint Laurent, um, of course Karl Lagerfeld. Everybody says that. Uh, I like. I, I don't think I have a, a, a designer who's designs i just completely love like every single thing mm-hmm. but um i do have a, a, f- a few favorites so those them oh olivia rusteg is pretty amazing um off the top of my head i'd have to say yeah that's yeah so how did you like start um well when did you start designing well making clothes as you say um middle school oh wow i would take uh we took home ec classes and um i think i just took to wanting to make something different than what i saw okay so starting small of course you know making these um odd shaped shorts and uh stuffed rollerblades was like the beginning of it wow that is crazy what was like your journey to project one way because a lot of designers and clothing makers are listening and they're like um how do i get on project runway oh my gosh honestly i feel like um it was just one of those things that uh god had for me i i did it literally that like people have been telling me to go to go on project runway apply 
for years, uh, probably seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And I would always say, you know, they're not going to understand me. I'm not that kind of designer. You know what I'm saying? I don't make those types of clothes. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm in my own lane. And for some reason that year, this person that was close to me just kept saying, hey, try out, try out, try out. And I said, okay, cool. I'll give it a shot. And I think it was like the last day of uh, applications. And I just went ahead, submitted the whole application, which was tedious. Um, It was like a hundred something pages and then a video and also a portfolio of your work. So it was a lot to do. I did it. And I actually just, you know, after I did it, my sister was making fun of me because of the, how I shot the video, you know, it was like real, like I did it at home, you know, holding Mm -hmm. my cell phone, but that's what worked. So um, completely forgot about it. I'm sitting in the leasing office of my uh, apartments. I'm trying to, like, you know, get into my apartment at the time. And I keep seeing this number called me from Los Angeles. And the first time I ignored it, you mm-hmm. know, second time I ignored it, then I they called again. So I picked it up and then it was like, hey, this is uh, Tim from Project Runway. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. So, wow. yeah, it was insane. I had and I that was like the last thing on my mind at the time. So it was insane. Uh, but I think that more than anything it was an eye opener mm-hmm. just even for how that happened because it was a, a a level of you know like once i did it i was just like okay well god if it's for me it's for me and i left it like that mm-hmm. and that that was it it was a that that was the amen and then literally when you completely when it just shows like when you completely trust god and you just leave it in god's hands like it happens like that Wow, that is that is like truly incredible. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are talking with Cuts and I about. Well, do you prefer Cuts and I, or did you? Did Cuts you, and I, Cutsy, Sir Guard, whichever you choose. You know. All three of them. All three of them in the same. <laughs> but we're talking with him about Project Runway. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Fashion Fridays with Khalif. I'm your host, Khalif, like a leaf on a tree, and I'm sitting down with designer slash clothing maker and star <laughs> of Project Runway Season 16, Cuds and I slash Cudsy, right? Yep. And Sir Gard. Sir Gard. No, everybody oh. says A at the end, but it's no A. It's just oh, Sir Oh, it's just Gard. Sir Gard. Okay. Sir Gard. Yep. And we're talking about his time um, from Season 16. We're talking about his time on Project Runway. So... What I want to know, and I think what a lot of people want to know, is what is it really like competing on Project Runway? Because we see all these things on TV, and we know they cut this and they cut that, and they edit this to make look like this. But what is it really? What was it really like for you on Project Runway? Um, Project Runway is a, it's a, it's an intense show, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, and I think that once it really sinks in, like where it's going to be a million people watching this, and like this is usually something I do in, in my house, you know, or right. in my own confines where I'm like, I'm comfortable, you know, I'm listening to like Afro beats and, you know, like I look like a bum, but mm-hmm. I'm making some, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm working. So it's different now because you're doing the same thing, but there's no music. It's literally uh, maybe 15, 16 people that are doing the same thing you're doing and you can't. There's so there's just so many rules like mm-hmm. certain things you can't do. So um, it was tough because it was out of my element, mm-hmm. and also having in the back of the mind the things like I don't really make clothes like this. So how am I gonna translate what I do right. into something that makes sense for Project Runway? So it was an inten- intense experience, but at the same time, I wouldn't trade it for anything because it also taught me a lot about myself mm-hmm. as uh, a clothier and as well as just 
being an artist okay and 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 knowing what my direction was and what my path was as far as what i wanted my aesthetic to be and who i who my demographic really really was you know um who i who i was catering to okay so it opened my eyes that so you went home on which episode this is the fourth episode fourth episode Uh so were you did you were you confident on your on the piece that you that sent you home or were you just like looking back would you say oh man i could have done better or i wish i, I mean yeah done I, I think that anybody if you you know whether it's like you're taking a test or you know you ran a race or uh you fought a fight whatever if you're a boxer whatever it's like one whenever you look back at it even if it's a football game you're you see like your mistakes so you see you know where you could have um maybe made some extra points here or cut the time by doing this or whatever, you know? Um, and I think I let a lot of things kind of get in my head about it, Mm -hmm. uh, prior to, and I had a lot of ideas of what I wanted to execute. I mean, it was, um, the challenge was something it was it was something about uh dance and flow yeah was so like the hip play people came in right and, yeah. so with me i'm like okay cool i liked um i've always liked you know caribbean music so i, I naturally thought of like carnival and how everything is like flowy and big mm-hmm. and you know it's like tassels everywhere that kind of thing so i wanted to do something like that but something that still stayed true to who i was as far as far as like uh vibrancy and also the culture part of it with the time that i had which is like at home i can sit and make like you know if even if it takes me a week to make a dress i'll take that week to make a dress right and not necessarily thinking about it in uh the way that i should have been i think i just bit off a little bit more than i can chew and then it, it ended up just being crunch time and like you know other elements of like me being sick and then like you know uh like in the actual episode i went to the bathroom like right like i think seven times wow and And we uh, didn't even get to see that no they don't show that and then um they put me in between the twins oh my like everybody's you know oh uh, the twins i love slash hated like no they're like as as people they're they're actually very very cool and funny and you know very unique people in the show it just kind of initially just rubs you the wrong way. He's yeah. like, fam, if I could have brought my sister, like yeah. this would go way different. You know right. what I'm saying? If I could bring somebody, this would go way different. So it was almost like they had a teammate yeah, and nobody really else did, did already. Time. Yeah. And then, you know, them being there, they're like stepping on fabric, knocking stuff over. Oh it, was just a, it was really lot, like that. Yeah. No, it was a lot of distraction. Like wow. they knocked over tables. It was a lot of distraction, but I think that even still, if if I if I was just focused on what I need needed to be focused on, yeah. I probably would have been cool. Wow! So that that gets me into actually what I was about to talk about next, which is the demise of the twins on the show. Like it was so to me, it was so over the top dramatic, but it really wasn't because I think everybody was like, um, "Why would you lie and bring a tape measure into a show?" Yeah, well, I, I think I think that. At that point, it was more so uh, frustration from everybody else, mm-hmm. rather than what they actually felt. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, you should. We all knew, don't you can't do this when you're in your room. You can't, you know, measure something right. now. You can't look at a pair of pants that you own and be like, oh, okay, well, this is what I'm gonna make tomorrow. Right. It doesn't work that way. Um, it had to be, you know, a thing of uh, being fair. So I think when it when um when it started was uh, I don't remember if it was Claire or uh, what's the name that 
that actually won. Right. And I think it was Claire because what did they say? Michael, like Claire hair. Yeah, yeah. Michael. Michael was upset. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was like, he just nah. walked off. I was like, exactly. oh my gosh, this is such great. And TV. I get it. You know, you you look at it like we go through so much. You know, like even just the 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 filming of it of mm-hmm. the show is intense. Like all of it's a it's a lot of work, and it's like what you guys see is clothes went on the runway. Mm-hmm. We went back to the lounge. Judges come out, look at everything. We go out there, get judged. There's a winner. There's a loser. Yeah. That whole process is a day from like 6 a.m. until like 1030 at night. That whole process is a whole day. I can't imagine so like it's, being under that much pressure. It's time. stressful. Yeah. And then, you know, you're also like trying to be ahead and think of like, what's the next thing I'm going to make? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think the next uh, challenge is going to be? You know, whatever. So it's all these things, too. And then it's freezing cold in there. But it's, it's just a lot. Oh, it's, it's like boot camp. That's Literally I felt like boot camp. Thought of. If it's it's yeah. because they have to keep it cold because all the all cameras the lights and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. So it's literally it was literally like fashion boot camp, and I appreciated every minute of it uh, because it did it did um, give me some kind of gas before like you know just before I came home. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came home, I just. I was in the zone of I just want to make now because now I had that pace of like, okay, so if I can make this and this in a day, mm-hmm. what can I make every single day? Right. You know what I mean? So it was like I had a goal to make 100 pieces and I ended up having like 100 and things like 111 or something like that. And that then um, that's where One of Ones came from. And One of Ones is a collection that I named Thank God. And basically it's uh, One of One pieces. Nobody else had like if you buy this sweater, nobody else has anything that's wow. remotely close to it. I'm not making the same thing. I'm not going to repeat it. And it's worked well for, uh, you know, recording artists and, you know, musicians because they don't never want to wear anything that somebody right. else is wearing. So that's the one thing I hate about all these like fashion novas and forever 21s. And everything. right. It's, it's like it's everywhere. It's, outfit, yeah, like, it's like everybody has 15 people outfit. have the same thing. Yes, it's so annoying. So it's kind of cool because that was the reason why I started making clothes in the first place, because I wanted to make something different. different I wanted, yeah. you know, like have that piece that when you walk in a room, you know, like nobody else, like nobody this. knows who you are, but they know you're somebody. Right. Even your own. Like what I noticed. And like, I was so I was like, no, when you like when they kicked you off the show, I was like, well, I kicked you off. When What is it? In or out type thing. Yeah. When you were out, I was like, oh, my gosh, like because I loved your designs and your your work. And, but I also loved your own personal aesthetic. I was like, nobody's dressing like him at all. Like you had it looks like scraps but it was like so strategically placed right 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 right. it was like i want that and i'm like because everybody else is just rocking the same color block shirts and stuff from forever 21 and h&m and all that but what was one of your favorite looks that you designed on the show even though you weren't there for like forever ever? um honestly i i would have to say um and i'd have to say the first one that i did the red with the um with the blush I, it was a uh, red pants a, a long trench but it was like sleeveless mm-hmm. and sideless and um and then it had like a peach blouse underneath that kind of went with the blush okay um that was one of that was my favorite one of my favorites i had to kind of it's like a tie between that one and the one that got me kicked off and the reason why i liked the one that got me kicked off was- um because to me i knew what i had in mind mm-hmm. and what i wanted to create but like so when I got home and had the opportunity like in the time to actually create it, I created it like five different ways. Wow. And I love it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, so and now moving forward, what is it, Fenty, a bunch of other um designers and like in their fashion shows, you see 
you know the super long sleeves and you see like you know the tassels hanging off the off the shirts and off the pants like that was my whole thing you know what i mean so i think i wasn't far off it just wasn't enough time for me to actually execute it the way that i should have okay so then i have like one last question then we're going to take another break who other than yourself who was your favorite person on the show in terms of their designs, their aesthetic? Because other than, okay, I had like a top three. I had you, I had Kenya, mm-hmm. and I had um, Sintel. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. Sintel's super cool, too. Super cool guy, yeah, yeah. Like, just as a person, he's super cool. Um, I think my favorites, um, I, don't, I didn't have one. I think I, but the thing is, like, I, that was part of the experience. Like, mm-hmm. you got to appreciate people that do the same thing that you do mm-hmm. in their own way. Right. Their approach is different. Their execution is different. Even their craftsmanship is, craft, craftsmanship is different, you know? Mm-hmm. So, how technical Kentaro was, was, was just, it was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I, his pleats were impeccable. Like, how, he created these silhouettes with certain types of fabrics because he knew how they bend and how they fold and how they mold. You know, it's like... Which one was that? Kentaro's the one that actually won. The, oh, yeah. The Japanese oh, guy. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yes. Yes, he was oh, phenomenal. I loved him. Um, I loved Kenya's work because it was very well tailored. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, she understands um, the businesswoman. She understands the person that's either a TV personality or the CEO of a company or... Um, the manager of a retail store you know what i mean mm-hmm. she understands your everyday woman like that's but functioning in a functioning in a almost high-end like you know mm. casual way yes but i love her approach and i love her i love her tailoring i think she makes beautiful clothes and lastly i'd have to say brandon oh my god i felt like brandon, brandon and i sh- just a beast the whole we shared yeah. the same um vibe in a sense mm-hmm. you know i think our Didn't clothes you guys both come from um men yeah clothes yeah, yeah that's what i noticed i was like hmm. and my whole idea now even with the one of ones is um creating the men's clothes but for women mm-hmm. you know like i want the whole collection most of the collection is androgynous okay to start off with so um creating the pieces with the uh you know like a rihanna that can pull off a baggy outfit but yeah. still make it look very sexy mm-hmm. or like a um tiana taylor you know what i'm saying um like just people that are cool and not not necessarily worried about like wearing that typical fashion overdress you know what i mean like and the guys that feel like they can pull stuff like that off like the young thugs can pull that off right migos can pull that off you know gunna can pull that off so um i just those are the people that i make clothes for wow well we're gonna take a quick break but when we come back we're gonna talk about life after Project Runway and your collection, which we've talked a little bit about, but just a little bit more in depth. And I'm just going to ask you just a few questions about it. So don't go anywhere. When I say don't go anywhere, you really don't want to miss this. So keep it here. <laughs> Welcome back to Fashion Fridays with Khalif. I'm here with clothing maker slash designer and star of Project Runway season 16, Kudzi or Kudzanai or Sir God. Guard. Word. We're talking about right now life after Project Runway. So we talked about how you were eliminated and yada, 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 which was terrible. I really wanted you to win. I was like, it was it was a, between you and Kenya. You just, something about you guys stuck out to me. And I was like, one of them, I want them to be top two. And it was like, no. No, I think, I think that um, also if somebody was to create a show like that, that where it wasn't like um, 
necessarily like gowns and dresses mm-hmm. but more so like just fashion in itself mm-hmm. you know what i mean like really let designers be designers yeah because have they ever i mean i haven't watched every season <laughs> of project runway but have they ever um had men no i i mean i think that it's it hasn't been like i feel the same way that they had the plus size models they should yeah. also like now bring men, men on and let us design for men i think other that, show did something where they let men pro, not project that runway. was a, a top model top model yeah, yeah they yeah. brought men into right they brought men into and it was just like can we get a little bit of both because i really want to see i've i've always wanted to see menswear yeah, i think menswear. menswear would be cool and, but I, the thing is I, I do appreciate menswear on women like i mm-hmm. when i was in la that's what i saw a lot of was um a lot of women wearing like men's suits and men's pants and mm-hmm. um the idea of like the oversized shirt and making that sexy and i thought that that whole um just that whole idea was very, very cool to me because it took away that like, you know, because there are girls that are naturally pretty, mm-hmm. but they may not have the best self-esteem and they don't necessarily want to wear the dress that shows all their curves. You know right. what I mean? But they want to wear something cool where they still can put on like a pair of platform uh, Doc Martens or like some some Vans or something and, and really like still stand out in the room. Right. You know what I mean? But in a very, very simple way and very right. cool way. So. I love like simple clothes and stuff like this is my normal get up. Except for like when people <laughs> see me like I rush over here so nobody sees what I've got on because what I have on right now is not it's not much of anything. <laughs> but it's just it keeps me covered. But, but you know, orange, the orange is the color of uh, encouragement. And that's the uh, that's the my favorite color. actually. Oh, that's yeah, the, I wear orange every day. One of the linking colors in my collection now. So every piece has a bit of orange in it. Oh, my gosh. I'm in love with it already. <laughs> so um, I was just wondering, do you get recognized after because you had dreads? Yeah, yeah. Well, wait. Do people prefer that or locks? No, I, I mean either way. I, I would say locks. It was to me it wasn't a um, growing them out and having them wasn't a spiritual thing for me. It was and more. Was it? it was more so a thing of uh, patience. Oh wow! It taught me patience and it taught me to to respect the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tr- carrying that on to everything else, like I feel like everything has its process, and you have to go through it for it to get to where you know where you feel like okay, I'm satisfied. And even cutting my dreads, not to get off topic, that was spiritual. Okay. It was a thing where, like, it was a long story, but it was spiritual. And uh, it was biblical. So I cut my hair, and after cutting my hair, it was like my life made a great turn. So do do people recognize you still? Yeah, I think now it's kind of like, you know, once upon having a conversation, like, people always say, oh, you look familiar, but I can't place your face. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then, like... We'll have a conversation, and if it does come up in the conversation, then, you know, they'll be like, oh, that's where I remember you right. from. Yeah, you had air. And I'll be like, yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm not the guy that's ever walked around and be like, hey, yo, you know, I was on Project Red. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just not me. I'll, see, that's why I couldn't I couldn't do it. I'll be that guy. I'd be like, hey. I was on Project Runway. No, I, like, I, had, I had friends that were like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you're being very humble about this. Like, you got to poke your chest out. And right? I was like, that's not me. Like, I, I don't know. It's not my life. Now, one thing I noticed, I'm not sure if it was season 16. It might have been because someone used, I mean, I wanted to use fur. Uh-huh. And they were like, uh, you can't use it because we're a fur free show. Was that your season? No, 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 no. I feel like that was maybe all I've binge watched. Um, <laughs> all of project them. Uh, pretty much <laughs> like within the last month or two yeah that's how it used to be but yeah. um do you use fur in your line at all no and i think only because it, it doesn't necessarily match my aesthetic okay um it's it's not i mean it's luxurious yes but that to me i don't 
I don't know. It's, it's never really been my thing. I think I, I've always appreciated uh, denim. I love leather. Um, but leather, specific leather, is just, you know, it's, it's different. But mm-hmm. um, I love denim. And I think that's where it all makes sense for me. Okay. You know what I mean? It's to, to make some things that you would never imagine in denim or make the denim the way you've seen it before, but you've never, like, the way it's constructed, you'd be like, wow, wait a minute. That's like 15 pairs of pants and a denim jacket. Wow, that's crazy. Well, um, I'm so glad to hear that because for some reason, I have, like, this real, like, ugh, when I see, like, people wearing, like, these big old fur things, like, I've never, I wouldn't put myself through what documentary or something about how they kill them and all that right. stuff. But it just is like, oh, poor little animal. <laughs> I mean, just, but if you think about it like that, then you can't wear leather either, you know? And leathers look oh, good. Oh, yeah. Leather's a cow. You know, I mean, I'm not vegan. Honestly, I'm African. I eat all kind of meat. But <laughs> I'm not vegan either. Yeah, it's like, if, it's, if it's edible, I'm pretty much, eat- well, not if it's edible. <laughs> no, not everything that's edible, but. I pretty much will eat anything. But my last question is, do you have any advice for young designers or old designers? Because you're never too old to start something new. Um, But any advice for designers who are just now starting to get into, well, not designing, making clothes? Right, right, right. I think that, um, I mean, I mean, and other people can call themselves designers if they want to. I mean, that's that's them. That's just me. Um, I think that being true to yourself and true to your vision, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think it's very easy for people to see something and then in some way make it their own mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i think yeah like a shirt is a shirt is a shirt is a shirt right like who's the first person to make a shirt who's the second person to make a shirt who's a you know what i mean it's like yeah. we're all gonna do it the same way but like in a little bit like my way is gonna be a little different this mm-hmm. person's way is gonna be a little different so i think the the there's a lot of importance and value in um Owning whatever your vision is. Okay. And and being very specific about it. You know what I mean? Because I think that's your signature. That's what sets you apart from, you know, that's the difference between Ralph Lauren and Tommy Hilfiger, although it seems like they both make the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the difference. Or when you think of, like, the difference between, like, uh, Mercedes-Benz and Toyota. Oh. They're both good cars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Toyota's very reliable. You know what I mean? And honestly, you're going to get a lot more problems from Mercedes the thing is, like, they're very specific in, like, this is who I am. This is who I am. Like, okay. this is, I understand, this is this this is the person that's going to buy me. Right. This is the person I'm going to appeal to. So you just have to understand, so, basically, exactly. who, who, who you're you buying. are. Oh, who you who are. Who you are as a, as a creative and who you're speaking to. Right. Because if I came in here speaking Swahili and you don't speak Swahili, I may mm-hmm. be saying amazing things, but you'll never understand because you don't speak Swahili. Right. But if I, if you, you know, okay, he speaks English. I come in here and I understand he speaks English. I'm going to speak to you in a language that you know, because I'm targeting to speak to you. So if I know this is my demographic, I'm going to stay true to those girls that want to look different and cool rather than like the super snug dress or, you know, like whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and, I think that when people get caught into trends and it's mm-hmm. sometimes I mean in fashion as designers and, and you, you trends are what set fashion off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of times and just keep it rotating and rotating. But I think it's very important to also have your vision, have your mark, have your signature. Mm-hmm. What is it about you that separates you from the rest of the people that say I'm a designer or I'm a clothier, you know? Wow. So. Well, that is incredible. Well, um, I had a random question that I thought of. Okay. 
But okay, so okay, what I've never seen done, or maybe it's been done. I'm sure it's been done, but I haven't seen it done for men or anything. Um, you know how like women have uh like pearl adorned uh denim type things and uh-huh. whatnot. I'm like, has any designer ever decided just to do that in like a way that's like for guys? Kanye West did it. He did. He had some pants where he had um they were they were and I don't know if it was necessarily it might have been pearls, but I know that they had lace on them and I know that they had uh. Uh, like swarthy crystals, like mm. kind of like um, ornamenting them in some kind of way. But I know that Kanye West was one person that did it, and I'm not sure if that was through Bauman or if it was like uh, his own thing. But I, I'm for sure Kanye West did that, okay. and I think that with stuff like that, honestly, um, unless you're doing like you have an and you have an androgynous line it's something where you have to be very specific like as a man's like if you like understanding your your demographic again you know what i mean like if i'm if i do menswear uh and i make a, a denim jacket with pearls on it you know what i mean how many are there going to be more men that buy this jacket or if i switch it over and say okay i do oh, menswear yeah. but let me put it to women like more women are going to buy it because women women relate to pearls you know it's been one of those things for men um it's just something like the demographic is smaller there might be like out of every thousand there's maybe a hundred men that really appreciate that jacket Mm -hmm. really love the fact that it has pearls on it you know what i mean like right opposed to the other thousand they're like okay i mean it's got pearls on it why is it even in the men's out right i mean but that's the idea and that's the mentality like it's like the fight between what we want to see what we want to create and like what people actually digest oh wow and what they actually receive you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's been done to answer your question and i think that it should be done i think that there should be more no let me not say that i want to be the only androgynous line out here and i want to make clothes that it doesn't matter if you're you know a guy or a girl or if you're tall or short or whatever like and that's how i make my clothes like i most of them are oversized because i want people to actually like make it their own you know what i mean like if i give you a big shirt you can either roll the sleeves up yeah, put a belt around it just wear a plane you can cut some hole you know there's a lot you can do opposed to if i give you a fitted shirt it's just gonna look like a yeah. fitted shirt so yeah i want i want people to really enjoy every piece that i create so that's why i make them like that you know and that's why i feel like it's so important to think less of the labels Mm -hmm. and think more of just you know the love in it the passion in it wow well uh i think we're about wrapped up but where can people follow you and find out more about your collection your wait just a collection not just to anything (laughs) good collection and uh my website as well uh so on instagram uh sirgard at s-i-r-g-a-r-d-e facebook is sirgard caridza s-i-r-g-a-r-d-e k-a-r-i-d-z-a twitter is at sirgard as well um not really on twitter that much snapchat is like a little weird but yeah Yeah. (laughs) sirgard on that as well um but my website is i-t-h-n-k-g-o-d dot com so i thank god dot com without the a awesome so before we go i'd just like to thank everyone i mean everyone for listening to us today and i'd like to thank you so much kuds and i or kudzi <laughs> or sir oh, god so <laughs> um it has been a pleasure having you here like this has thank been thank you thank like, you when i started this show i had three guests i'm not gonna say who the other two are because y'all need to know that yet but you were one of my like 
three people I was like, I've got to get him on my show. This so, is like before my first show treatment and everything. So well, I'm thank honored. you for so, so much for being here. This is like, ah. no, thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Well, as always, fashion is art and art is subjective. So don't be afraid to try new things. Now, you've been listening to Fashion Fridays with Khalif. For more information on today's show, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Fashion Fridays with Khalif. That's Fashion Fridays with K-A-L-E-A-F. Woo-woo! <laughs>